0: Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. Uh, uh, uh. Baby, it's time to ride the Funk Train. This is Funkmaster V with Wrestling with Ghosts and a side, Babies, you're listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 3, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. We're going to go ahead and talk about movies, TV, and read some fiction. If you want to get hold of the show, you can go ahead and go to facebook.com, Aaron's Horror Show, or you can go to twitter.com, Aaron Horror Show, or you can go ahead and send us an email at show at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go ahead and support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash Aaron Frail. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. Today, I have Red Dwarf. Oh, yeah! So, uh, if you haven't seen Red Dwarf, get yourself a subscription to BritBox on, uh, Amazon, and watch all 13 seasons. <laughs> it doesn't actually take as long as you, as you think it would. It's only a half-hour show. It's a sitcom. Uh, I'll be, I'll be waiting. <laughs> Alright, you're back. You're showered. Hopefully. I mean, maybe you watched all 13 seasons in a row. You could do that. <laughs> I didn't, but, uh... Yeah, so Red Dwarf is a is a show, uh, you know, from the BBC that has been on since the 80s. Uh, in fact, you're probably familiar with it, but uh, if you aren't, it's uh, basically about a, uh, uh... It's a comedy, sci-fi comedy, which is, uh... My my favorite genre. I mean Hitchhiker's Guide, How Can You Go Wrong? And, you know, my <laughs> best selling book of all time. Uh you know, when I when I say best selling book of all time, I mean my best selling, you know, <laughs> like like I'm not saying that it's a best seller. I'm just saying that it's done better for me than any of the other ones I've have, you know. <laughs> have done uh, And and still continues to do stuff And, and actually there's sequels out So yeah I, I wrote a book Called Time Burrito About a guy traveling through time Looking for the ingredients of a perfect Breakfast burrito And I wrote book two and three And they're on Amazon So go check them out uh, Book two is uh, called The Bison Agenda And basically somebody goes back And eliminates the word Bison I mean, uh, sorry, the word buffalo from the English language Changing it to bison, so you have bison wild wings Uh, <laughs> and that's the plot of book two And then the plot of book three is they go to the future Where the only thing left is, uh, anything made by a Dave So, with that being said, back to Red Dwarf And our hero is Dave Lister, uh, and he, uh basically in in red dwarf he's a guy that uh you know brings his pregnant cat onto a deep space mining mission and uh gets put in the clink uh suspended animation and then uh there is a radiation accident and the entire crew dies and he gets stuck in suspended animation and then uh you know uh his pregnant cat eventually evolves, you know, three million years later into an intelligent species, and then by the time, uh, Lister is awoken from his suspended animation, uh, (laughs) the only thing left of this cat species that evolved from his cat is this character named Cat, who is one of the best characters that science fiction has to offer, uh, you know, especially as a cat owner myself, I got two, uh, (laughs) they really get cats, (laughs) you know? Cat is such a great character Because Cat in in Red Dwarf He, uh, you know, is very selfish Like cats are, you know Your food is my food and they make jokes about it all the time where, you know, the cat just takes Lister's food. Uh but ultimately the cat does love uh <laughs> the people he's around, despite being incredibly selfish. Which, you know, is cats. <laughs> they do love you, but they're very selfish. Uh <laughs> so it's anyways, it's 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 a very yeah, if you're a cat owner, you'll love cat. Uh but anyways, you know, Lister's is sort of the the uh uh you know, third technician Uh, he is the guy that pushes the cart with all the tools on it. So the second technician, uh, Arnold Rimmer, who, uh, you know, is, uh, the only other human on the show, but, uh, he's not even a human. He's just a hologram that was, uh, reconstructed for Lister. (laughs) So Rimmer, you know, is like, like, imagine being, you know, the last human on the planet and... The only other human is a uh hologram of the annoying guy that was one of your coworkers. <laughs> That's kind of the premise. And then eventually they meet uh this android named Crichton, who used to clean toilets and you know, in one one of the later seasons they they uh you know, they, they kinda expand the the model of 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 Crichtons uh a little bit and and they meet one uh, <laughs> Crichton-like droid who's like, you know, in the absence of humans, have have written art and, and novels, and and meanwhile, like Crichton is still like, you know, mopping floors and and <laughs> cleaning up after the humans because you know that's what he's programmed to do and that's what he loves doing. I mean, it's it's they say uh, <laughs> that his uh, like Crichton's kind of funny because he really loves to do all, you know all the cleaning and mopping and stuff like that, like. At one point, the space station is, or the Red Dwarf's gonna blow up, and he brings, like, you know, (laughs) like, like, you know, they, they they're scrambling to get off the ship, and he brings, like, uh, stuff, you know, this mop, (laughs) mop and glow, or something like that, you know, some sort of mopping stuff, and, and, uh, yeah, countless seasons to, to watch, most of the references I'm making is, like, the later seasons, because obviously I just watched those, uh, whereas some of the earlier seasons uh I haven't seen it in a while you know my wife had never seen Red Dwarf before which is v- very surprising for me because she's one in to like science fiction kind of like Star Trek and like she's watched all the Star Treks with me big Star Trek fan and uh I was sort of surprised she never saw Red Dwarf and and the other part is that you know it's BBC it's British and and she really loves watching you know British television I mean we have A subscription on Amazon to a channel called BritBox, you know. (laughs) So you know all her BBC shows she loves to watch uh, are (laughs) on that uh, subscription service. And you know when I saw they had Red Dwarf, of course we had to go through and and watch it with her. So I watched a lot of them over again. And and I never actually watched them chronologically because you know it's a as a show that's been on since the '80s. You know you and primarily i would see episodes i think on pbs i think that's where they had it here in the states you know and and anyways you know you'd catch a show here and there so i'd never watch like you know <laughs> red dwarf starting from episode 1 all the way through to the end but yeah it it uh <laughs> it's a good show it's really funny like uh you know i, I it's funny cuz i think a lot of the repartee that they have you know cuz arnold and Arnold Rimmer and, and, uh, Dave Lister just, you know, don't like each other, uh, and that is, uh, part of, uh, you know, uh, the, the sort of gag, I guess, uh, and, and so there's a lot of, like, like, I don't know, there, 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 there's a lot of this, 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 that, that sort of main sort of they don't like each other humor, uh, throughout it, uh, throughout the entire series, but it's so funny that that's sort of like the, not as funny as some of the stuff that they have on the show. Like they, I don't know, you you could tell that the, the folks who make the show had fun doing it. I mean, why else would they be doing it like 20 years later? I mean, the latest season, by the way, came out in 2020. So, (laughs) and, and it wasn't really a season. I mean, it was like an hour and a half special that, uh, really explored more of what happened to cats people. (laughs) So... (laughs) you know, there was a joke at some point in the season that Lister was sort of like their Jesus or something like that. And, and, you know, there's like a, a picture of, of Lister looking kind of like, you know, the savior and stuff like that. And, and, uh, that was kind of a joke. And then finally late, like in this latest season, you actually get to meet like disciples of this (laughs) religion where they uh, worship Lister. And, you know, so there's the, the whole 2020 season is just a exploration of cat's people and sort of what they're doing now and it's actually really funny because like like for example this there's this evil like emperor that's ruling the cat people at this point and and uh <laughs> the chain his chamber doors have uh you know a uh a cat door basically and so all the actors have to kind of like Crawl in on their hands and knees into the emperor's chambers and through the cat door, and it's just—it's such a silly, stupid gag, but it's just so freaking funny. Uh, I, you know, once again, <laughs> telling comedy over a podcast doesn't do it justice. You know, you know, like you tell a joke, like hey, this is why it's funny, and it's not really funny unless you watch it. Like, like for example, I forget what season this is in, but this is <laughs> one of my all-time favorite Red Dwarf jokes. Uh, but uh, you know this evil sort of emperor guy is is talking to his minion and uh you know <laughs> and and like the minion is like well you know we let them get away and And then the, you know, the, the let them get away is the red dwarf crew right there. I I forget why they're after the red dwarf crew, but they're after the red dwarf crew. And the minion goes in to tell like the Supreme leader, this is not the cat people. This is another Supreme leader. So they they encounter a lot of Supreme leaders in the show. But anyway, so (laughs) this, this guy runs in, tells the Supreme leader that the red dwarf crew got away and the Supreme leader says, well, you know what you have to do. And he slides his sword across the table and the guy stabs himself in the gut with the sword, like, you know, committing seppuku. And uh, <laughs> the supreme leader's like, uh, no, I-, I wanted you to polish my sword, you know. <laughs> so the guy's like, you you mean I didn't need to stab myself? No, I mean, I was just wanting you to, you know, do some chores for me. <laughs> then they make kind of a gag of the minion having, like, a bandage on his stomach all this time because he just stabbed himself with his emperor's sword. Oh, I'm just laughing, thinking of that, and... It's just too funny, and I know you're probably not laughing now, because maybe you're laughing at me, because I'm, like, not even able to do this shit without laughing, thinking about it. Okay, I gotta calm myself down. Uh, (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) uh, See, that's how funny it is. I can't even tell the scene without laughing. Uh, because that scene is just so effing funny, uh, (laughs) so funny. (laughs) But yeah, that's you know that's Red Dwarf. It's very goofy. But yeah, the the four main characters, uh, you know, Lister, Rimmer, Cat, and Crichton are are the ones that are sort of the the same throughout it. I mean, Crichton comes in a little bit late. I forget what season they get Crichton, but it's fairly early on in the show. I mean, he's kind of you know, one of the main stays, uh, of it, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really fantastic show. So, you know, if you like Star Trek or, or just sort of epic science fiction, then you like comedy. And especially if you like British comedy, that's, uh, kind of borders on absurd, you know, like, you know, if you're a fan of Monty Python, then yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna love Red Dwarf. Uh, it's, (laughs) it's quite goofy and quite fun. And I would say, you know, one of my favorite uh, sci-fi comedies of all time. It's like right up there, you know, in the hollowed halls of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So, you know, it's uh, <laughs> the great sci-fi comedies. Uh, you know, speaking of sci-fi comedies, maybe I should do a whole show on this uh, particular book. But I just actually read uh, a sci-fi comedy book. Maybe I'll save that for a show where I talk about that, because I think that probably deserves its own show. I haven't talked about a book in a while. You know, I, I still read books, by the way. I just watch more television than I read books, to be honest, because, you know, I get through television a lot quicker than I read. I know. It's sad as an author to admit that, but it's true. It's, you know, I guess the the fact that it's just so easy to <laughs> have a uh, Netflix and chill, you know? Uh, whereas, like, a book... You know, it takes time and investment, and I, I do love reading. Uh, and, and the other thing is, I'm a slow reader. Like, it's painful how slow I am. I like, I really should be a faster reader than I am, but I'm not. I'm just like very slow. In fact, all, all my 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 secret, my dirty little secret of reading is that I actually will go to an audio book if I can over the actual book. Because I will just get through it quicker, <laughs> just by virtue of having the audiobook it will it will allow me to enjoy it, but not spend a whole lot of time uh reading it but but with that, I still do read just it takes me a while to get through it, especially if the book's hard uh like I forgot what it was some literary book that I was told to read, and I don't know wasn't too into it, but it was a very tough read in addition to not being that exciting. I never finished it, uh, but it took me a long time to get to the point of never finishing it, because it takes me a lot to not finish something. I am like, I will stick through it. There's very few things in life that I have uh, not finished. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm I i I'm one of those people that is just, you know, oh, it's really bad, but I'm going to stick through it. Got to get to the end. What if there's something I like? What if I'm missing something? You know, like... Glutton for punishment, I guess. That's why I watch things so you don't have to. But in the case of Fred Dwarf, I'm watching it because you should. It is a great sci-fi comedy. Uh, and, yeah, that's what it is. It's uh, just adventures out three million years after humans are all gone. What does the universe look like? With that being said, they meet a lot of humans throughout the series for fun, funny reasons. Like... You know, one time they go to a backwards planet, or backwards Earth, where time is going in reverse or something. (laughs) You know, that's kind of a clever, funny episode. But anyways, uh, yeah. uh, You know, (laughs) 13 seasons, I could ramble on a whole lot (laughs) about what happens in Red Dwarf because of 13 seasons. But instead, I'll just tell you that you should check it out. Anyways, have a good night. Thank you for listening. And, uh, you know, if you ever go into deep space flight, actually bring a pregnant cat because, you know, it might be the only way that you survive to the end end of the human race. Anyways, uh, have a good night.